0: Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello,
1: my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano, And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked on Raise. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Raise. And uh, if you want to be a one-time guest co-host of the pod or just support what we're doing, buymeacoffee.com slash Raise Unfiltered. That's buymeacoffee.com slash Raise Unfiltered. We have that URL in the episode description as well if you want to support uh, what we think is good work that we're doing for the uh, Rays baseball community out there. Uh, Ulysses, as we kind of alluded to the other day, uh, we have a very special guest today and tomorrow.
2: Yes, we do. And uh, people already know it because they're looking at the episode title,
1: but that's okay. It's one, Greg Jones. Arguably the most athletic prospect in the Rays organization and one of, if not the most athletic prospect, in all of minor league baseball. Yes. And has absolutely the potential to make it to the big leagues and have staying power
2: we were to- joking around off screen you know not even joking around like oh we're talking to a guy that can be 20 20
1: 30 30 yeah. oh yeah let me, let me preface this by saying uh not just one of the most athletic ball players but one of the most exciting ball players yes. to watch as well
2: and if you really want to get to know greg you are going to love this interview and by the way for those of you who just can't get enough well guess what on youtube it's already all of it out yes. there all, almost 15 minutes are going to be on YouTube, so please, please, please make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel.
1: at Locked On Race. Uh, without further ado, let's get to our interview, Part One, with Greg Jones.
0: Greg, how you doing? Doing good. How about you guys?
2: Not, not too shabby. I mean, we're we're pretty excited to have you on the show, and so I'm I'm just going to give you a, a fastball down the middle right now. Where are you right now? How are you feeling? How's this spring training experience gone for you today? Or this year,
0: rather? I think uh, spring training has gone good for a lot of people. You know, just getting back into things is nice. You know, getting finally to be around the big leaguers a little bit, you know, is nice. So um, spring training has been going very well for me personally. You know, just trying to get back in the role of things, getting my reps in, you know, getting them feel at the plate. But all things are starting to come together.
1: Yeah, and are there any big leaguers in camp so far that you've vibed with the most or that you've had in-depth conversations with and learned a thing or two from? Like, hey, man, this guy really has some good insight. It's it's great talking to this
0: dude. I mean, I always enjoy talking to Taylor Walls whenever I get the chance, but mm. he's always got some good info for me.
2: Oh, that must be some uh, competition there, fielding ground balls at shortstop.
0: As when we get to be on the field at the same time, yes. It can get a little bit competitive sometimes, but, you know, we're just out here out there trying to have fun.
1: Good. Greg, uh, well, let, let's hear from you. Is Taylor Walls, was he the best defensive player in the minor leagues, and do you think he has the potential to be one of the best defensive players in the major leagues? Uh,
0: from what I've seen, hands down, one of the best defenders I've ever seen. So I don't see why not. Awesome.
2: <laughs> well, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Um, let's go with some flashback uh, memories here. Uh, of course, you had a kind of a, a late bloom in high school, senior year, you started to get some 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 good spotlight on you. What were some of the reasons why when you were selected after senior year uh, by the Orioles, you chose to not go pro and, and go to colleges? What, what, what was the, the train of thought there?
0: Well, you know, I was probably about five nine, a buck fifty, dripping wet. So physically didn't feel like I was ready. And, you know, I never lived out of the house by myself without my parents being all around me. So honestly I didn't feel like I was ready for that at the time either. So I feel like going to college gave me a chance to just like grow as a human, learn how to live on your own a little bit, learn a lot more about yourself as a baseball player. And so that's what I decided that's the route I decided to take.
2: When you say, you know, I want to
0: focus a little bit on, on the
2: personal, not the baseball just yet. Uh, what were some of those things that that you kind of learned about yourself uh, off the baseball field? Uh,
0: you know, like what just what you like, what gets you prepared for a game during the day? Like the things, the steps you take throughout a day, like just keeping your mind equal, like not going. I mean, not being taken out of the moment, you know. Mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you got a whole bunch of other stuff going around or going on around you while you're in college. You know, you got girls to worry about, you got baseball to worry about, you got school to worry about. And, you know, there's just a whole bunch of things that you have to manage in order to get your work in. So, you know, you learn a lot about yourself as like what it takes for you to keep your, keep you focused.
1: After months of playing college basketball has determined the top teams for the final four and will determine this year's national champion this coming week. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info from all the latest odds, contests, and player props. You name it, BetOnline remains the best spot for all your latest sports developments, including podcasts and reviews for all the leagues this season. So head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action BetOnline it is where the game starts
2: were there some hobbies or or mentors that kind of gave you the 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 path of this is how you balance all of that stuff out
0: Uh, i would say probably my college baseball coach uh, mark skeff because you know he preached you know you got to be you got to do your work in the in the classroom before you can get on the field so you know if you didn't get your work done in the classroom, you weren't going to play. So I knew I had to get my work done if I wanted to play. So there's one way to learn how to get your homework done. So <laughs> and after a little bit of other time that you do have, you get to, you like to spend time with your teammates to get to know them as humans. So mm-hmm. there's the rest of your time right there.
2: That's a great, uh, uh, staying in the classroom. Uh, I, I, I want to know who Greg Jones was as a student. What, did you have a, a favorite a class, a favorite subject? Uh, what were you like in class? A, a guy in the front row or the, the the last row in the in the classroom? Who were you?
0: I was definitely the quiet person who probably sat middle to back of the class and just mm-hmm. kept to myself and didn't talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and a favorite subject? I kind of lost favorite subjects after middle school.
1: <laughs> baseball is favorite <laughs> subject. Let's
0: go with that. Go. I was always a front row yeah, person because in my vision was probably. so bad.
1: I had to sit in the front row. That was it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, us
2: folks with with glasses need to need to stay together. Um, moving on after college, obviously, then in the 2019 draft, the Tampa Bay Rays, you know, select you. But were there any rumblings of other teams that were kind of behind you? How was that process of, hmm, there are some scouts here. Hmm, they're only from the Rays or there are a couple teams. They're talking to me. They're talking to my uh, coaches. They're talking to my parents. They're talking to me personally. What were the, the teams that were around you? And did you actually know that the Tampa Bay Rays were going to select you?
0: No, actually, I had no idea that the Rays were going to select me, actually, because they're one of the teams that I didn't really meet with when I was in college, like face to face. So, I mean, I just really didn't think about it. But there was a couple of teams that were in the mix, not that I remember them off the top of my head anymore, because, you know, focused on <laughs> the, next, the next things. But no, I really didn't. Had no idea that the Rays were going to pick me.
1: Man, that that's the race kind of way, right? Keep it yeah. quiet. Dull. Oh, yeah,
0: I've I've learned that.
1: <laughs> yeah, keep it on the download. That is for sure. They like to have their information uh, proprietary there. Yeah. Um, Greg, going back a little bit and growing up, um, was baseball always your first love, or did you play some other sports and you eventually kind of molded into? Man, I could make a career out of this baseball thing. I didn't know if you know you went into football, basketball, some other sports, and then you finally settled into baseball, or was kind of always. Baseball is sort of my number one here.
0: Well, baseball has been the only sport I've played my whole life. Mm. Wow. Yeah, and when I was an eighth grader in middle school, I wanted to try football for the first time. Okay. Obviously, biggest kid in the middle school, so you know, like it's the biggest, like it's the biggest you're gonna get. I definitely won't, don't want to do it in high school as a freshman or anything. You know, mm-hmm. I've been yeah. pushed out there, so. I tried it my eighth grade year, and I just thought practicing five days a week like they do for one game a week was not what I wanted to do. So <laughs> I quickly did not play another year of football. Ah, there we go. What position did you play? Honestly, it was so long ago. I was like a fifth quarter, and I never played before. I barely knew how to tackle, so I wouldn't say I was a good football player. So gotcha.
1: I mean, Greg is so athletic, I'd put him everywhere on the field, offense, defense, special teams, like one of those dudes yeah. that plays like six positions if he can, yeah. you know, on the, the football field. That's but true. that is
0: interesting about I don't think it really mattered in middle school. I think everyone just ran around. That's true. That's a good <laughs> That's point true. as well.
1: Um, so kind of speaking on baseball a little bit, uh, who did you idolize growing up? Who was your what was your favorite team and who was your guy? Like, man, I want I kind of model my game after this guy or right? I love watching this guy on TV and whatnot.
0: I wouldn't say I had a favorite team growing up, but I would say definitely my favorite player that I really enjoyed watching was Jose Reyes growing up. I thought he was the coolest person ever. You know, switch hitting shortstop. Yes. With wheels. And I was like, that's the guy I want to be like.
2: Yes. Oh, that's a good pick. That's a throwback pick, Kevin.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it is. And uh, I would say Jose Reyes had a pretty good career. I would say that too. As well, too. So, um, Greg, Going through the minor leagues a little bit, and now you've you've had some some taste of pro baseball, uh, what have been, for you, the biggest differences between A-ball and, and double A thus far?
0: Um, I would say pitchers don't make – they make less mistakes. Mm-hmm. So, like, the counts that they want to make pitches on, they're going to make their pitches on. And they're not going to miss their spot often, but when they do, you need to make them pay for it. And if you don't, then you're probably going to get one of their A pitches. <laughs>
2: when when you say they are locating better, maybe they have command and control now a little bit better in in double A than A. How does that affect your pre-game work, the scouting reports, like because if they're going to be pitching you better, then your research before the game has to increase, right? So what? What did you notice about that difference in, in, in your own scouting?
0: Um, well, the scouting reports definitely I think get a little bit better and you get percentages on like when they throw pitches and like there's a whole bunch of stuff that you get information on which I try to not look at so much because it'll just it'll engulf you. but I just honestly I don't I didn't really change much with like approach wise you know I just try to stay the, the player I am.
2: I, I, you said something I, I have to ask about the numbers. Is it, is it, you know, is it like savant? Is it fan graph stuff or the charts? I mean, is it crazy? Like it looks like a stats class. Is it digestible? I mean, how, how in depth are these scouting reports?
0: It's more like you're looking through like a, a textbook.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little calculus action.
0: Okay. A little, a little bit of everything. I mean, it's ridiculous.
2: Wow. I mean, if that's in double A, imagine in- Yeah, and the buildings. That's why I think that
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how much you've been exposed to this, but is there somebody that's there that's able to parse the information for you and say, yeah, maybe focus on this more so than that, or is it they just give you that information? It's like it's kind of up for you to interpret it.
0: I mean, they kind of give it to you and like want you to interpret it your own type of way, but usually the hidden coach is there to like you know like point out the key points and what to focus on with the guy that's on the mound.
2: So am I to understand that you're more of a traditional stats guy? You like the average, you like you like seeing the home runs, you like seeing the RBIs, the stolen bases, and you don't really like the WRC plus, the launch angle, all that stuff. Is, is that um, so fair to say?
0: I could care less. <laughs> yeah.
2: So what do you focus on? what What tells you, what numbers do you say? And I'm like, okay, that's important to me.
0: Um... Like you said, just like the old style, just yeah. like average home runs, stolen bases. Like the guy's got a lot of stolen bases, he's fast. If he hits a lot of home runs, he's got power. If he gets on base a lot, he gets on base. he got a high average. So that's honestly, that's all that really speaks to me.
1: Are there any defensive metrics that you focus on or is it just, you know, feedback from the coaches or how you're feeling like, man, I made a good good play in that that game or that inning. I didn't know if there's any advanced defensive numbers because that's such a, that's a mind of its own as well. I didn't know how much you focus on that.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, I've seen them. I know what some of them mean and do I focus on them a lot? No, because what is it going to do for me? Right. Honestly, knowing that information, like, I really don't care. I'm still going to go out there and play the same game of baseball that I'm going to play every single day. Yeah.
2: If, you you're, if you're told, oh, your launch angle is 14 degrees, oh, it was 13.2. Yeah. I mean yeah. –
1: I love that approach of just I've
2: go out
0: ball and, play and play and ball. Hit
1: play
2: the ball,
0: ball.
1: There. Yeah.
2: You see the ball, hit the ball. I, I like that. that. Actually, do you think that actually helps you as, you know, you're a switch hitter, so obviously you would have a little bit more to study, quote-unquote, from yeah. each side of the plate – um is is that approach of just hit ball c-ball uh c-ball hit ball not thinking about all the numbers kind of helps you be a good switch hitter
0: um it could i don't know yeah but as me as a player i think that's that's how i think and that's how i, I can operate so that's i don't good. know
2: and talking <laughs> about switch hitting um do you have a more comfortable side i i know obviously some Players might prefer, might have more pop on one side than the other, might have some more contact on the other. Um, how do you feel about your 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 switch hitting um, as of 2022?
0: Honestly, I'm feeling like it's pretty even. You know, I get way more ABs on the left-hand side during the season, but my writing numbers were pretty good last year, and I was really pleased with them. And now if you ask me... We're going to have a home run derby and which side am I going to hit from. Uh-huh. I'm to have to take a round before, like five on each side just to, like, fill it out because okay. it, it's honestly – it's up in the wind. Who who knows?
2: Yeah. I, you know, I think uh – I'm pretty sure you had 14 home runs and you had seven from each side. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. It was seven and seven.
2: Yeah. So – Honestly, I, yeah. I, I get what he's saying. You know, you have to, okay, which swing is working today? Because you have both, right?
0: But you could probably say since I had less ABs, that I probably want to hit righty because I had less ABs compared yeah. to the same amount of home runs. So, you know, there's the little correlation right there.
2: I like that. See, he does
1: like numbers. That, that's I good think, numbers. I know,
0: I know the numbers, but do I pay attention to them often? No. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: I am curious about this, Greg. You are – I mean, one of, if not the best athletes in the race organization in all of the minor leagues, do you feel like you have much better of a jump to beat out an infield single if it came to that from the left side compared to the right side? How much does kind of being on that side and getting to first help you or you're like, hey, I can beat out anything whether I'm hitting lefty or righty?
0: I mean, that was the case at first when I was like nine years old, like beginning to switch it. I was like, maybe I can be faster at first base but I'm another Spider mm-hmm. Slock, you know, it's closer. <laughs> but honestly, I think it's my numbers are slower on the right side, like home to first, but it's still getting on there pretty quick. Yeah. So
2: you said nine years old when you uh, you started to switch hitting. What what was that? Was that a, was that a dad thing? Was that a baseball coach thing, or was it a nine year old Greg Jones saying, "You know what? I want to do this."
0: Well, I was nine, and I was really really fast at the time. If you couldn't, I mean, if you couldn't predict it, but <laughs> I was like, maybe I should just get up there and bunt and get on base every time. And I was close to the first base, like I thought. Yeah. So I just started butting over there and then was, my dad was like, Well, if you keep butting over there, everyone's just gonna know your button every single time. So you gotta learn how to hit. So started just trying to hit over there and then next thing you know, here I am, whatever, almost fifteen years later, still hitting. Uh, I
1: think Greg made a good decision going into pro baseball. Yes. Uh, I I've looked at the signing bonus before. I'm just going <laughs> to go, go let me say that. Um, bunting, you mentioned it, Greg. What's your feeling on that? Are you okay with bunting on occasion? I know there's a lot of a lot of the people, a lot of the sabermetric and analytic types just hate the bunt. But where do you stand? As you seem to have a somewhat of a traditional baseball mindset as well, and uh, I didn't know kind of where you stand on on the bunt issue, if you will.
0: I mean, people who, that can use bunting as a weapon in the box is just adding to their game. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you got it in the bag, why not pull it out? Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: And if the name of the game is get on base, score runs, make the pitcher uncomfortable, what better way to do that than if you are very yeah. s- <laughs> speedy, get yeah. on base, and then, you know, cause some havoc on the bases like Greg right. can do. Yeah. If they're shifting against you too, that's
1: another there consideration as well.
2: Yeah. Oh, this is fantastic. I, I actually kind of um, <laughs> I, I love this side uh, side of you, Greg, because a lot of the times with, you know, 2022, we hear a lot of the other arguments, you know, uh, uh, against traditional baseball. So this is refreshing. Is that kind of the vibe that you feel in clubhouses? Uh, w- are the guys talking more launch angles, WRC plus or, or or is the lexicon in the clubhouse? Yo, look at my home runs. Look at my slugging. Look at my OPS. What's what's going on in the clubhouse?
0: I mean, we don't talk analytics a lot. You know, if a guy's feeling good in the box, he's feeling good in the box.
1: Mm. That's good. Yeah. Leave, leave that to the nerds. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Leave it to the uh, keyboard commandos to go yeah. through all those uh, advanced numbers there.
2: No. And, okay, if you don't talk about it what makes you feel good at the box? Do you do something before or after each at bat? I know we've talked to a couple of, of other prospects that keep a journal, trying to, you know, remember what they do to feel good. And, you know, like I, I did this or are you a, a, that type of player? Or again, I'm getting the vibe that you're just, you wake up, you smell baseball, you play baseball and you go back home.
0: I like watching video.
2: Video. Uh-huh. Okay, what kind of uh, are you using video for you? Like what you did, or are you using videos for the pictures that you're going to be facing?
0: Both. I'm huge on video. I will say that's what that's what honestly gives me the most information on like a picture or what I'm doing in the box. I will, I can adjust on the fly by just watching myself, and, you know, try to film and then take it take it the next day and like try to feel it. You know, I do. I feel like I do a really good job with that.
1: That's cool. So what what sort of tendencies are you looking for when you're evaluating video? Is it, you know, what does this guy throw at uh, on the first pitch? Just sort of what is – is there something that you focus on in particular? How, how good is this guy's stuff? How good is
0: his breaking ball? Uh, pitch um, profile and then two strikes if he likes to get nastier or expand out of the zone. What he likes to expand out of the zone with, I think that helps me out a lot.
2: And now – Is that knowledge When you take it to the box You hear So this is kind of Contradicting uh, uh, You know For me at least Everybody says Don't think at the box Don't do too much Just you know Do your swing But then again You guys have so much Information here So where's the line of All of that information here And then trying to just Not do too much at the box
0: I think that's what Separates the good players From the Even better players You know they just know how to manage it. All the thoughts they have going through their head is to stay true to their one goal. So that's what everyone wants to do.
1: That's yeah. good. Yeah. Not uh, succumbing to the pressure or all those thoughts. You just got to go up there. I trust yeah. my ability.
0: Yeah. Yep. Just it's like on the pitching to side. Yeah.
1: yeah. I know with the the pitchers, the a lot of the raised pitchers, they just say, hey, you, you got, you're pro for a reason.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: strikes. So. Yep. Go from there.
2: Now, is there some research with video on I don't know, let's see let's say you, you've you had a, a bad three games. Alright, maybe uh, this, this. Greg Jones up. has never had three bad games in a row. In a hypothetical <laughs> in a hypothetical yeah. world <laughs> in a hypothetical world where this would happen. Um, what's your state of mind? What do you do to not go into, you know, bog, bog down in negativity? Is Focusing on hobbies outside of watching more. What 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 do you do when you're kind of in a funk? i
0: um, probably watch. I probably watch some video, but I'm also taking and taking in like my outcomes of those abs that I might have gone 0 for three from. Like if it's three barrels and I'm lining out somewhere, that has a lot to do with it. Like I'm not going to be mad, obviously. Like right. I'm still putting great swings on the ball, but just like not getting the outcome that I want. Just just playing baseball because that's what it is. Yeah. But, yeah, just it depends. Now, if I'm like out of sync, like not feeling good, I'll try to go back to the drawing board, you know, maybe get some extra hitting ends, maybe some one on one hitting, watching some video, dial it back in, go back to what made me, what got me there, you know.
2: Now, what is, let's say you, you figure something out. Is it your stance? Maybe your, your hands were a little bit uh, too low but and and then you got into this kind of bad stretch. How much tinkering do you do throughout the season for adjustments, uh, or, or do you try to just look? This is my swing. If it doesn't work, I'm just going to keep doing it. What what what's your stand on making little adjustments
0: throughout the season? Uh it depends on what it is and how comfortable I feel with it.
2: D- did you have something um, in 2021, for example, that you w- were working on?
0: No. I would just say staying inside of baseball, which is, you can see your outcomes from that.
1: Thank you for making Locked on Rays your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on MLB podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day and stay safe.